for just about everything for the outdoors, go to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Fall Podcast. Today is another Friday in the books, and it is another coffee call, episode 51 to be exact. And today, I thought we could do like a spring cleanup kind of deal where we talk about, you know, what we're doing right now and what we're gearing up to be doing. You know, we're in we're in March right now, and turkey season is going to be starting here within a month for, for me and for you. Yep. And... Uh, you know, it's just trying to get everything ready for, you know, deer season as well. I mean, there's a lot of things coming up with, you know, frost seeding, food plots, still shed hunting, and, uh, you know, gearing up for turkey season. So I figured this would be a cool one to talk about and, you know, spend a little time on and uh, and just kind of have a little BS, honestly. Yeah, it's a nice rainy day for a BS session and just thinking about the things we're looking forward to. <laughs> and uh, Yeah. I don't know, man, it's... I know you got all your your projects are pretty well wrapped up for now. Um, got some frost seeding to do yet, I bet. But you know, I'm not in that same. I'm not in that boat. I guess I uh, I don't have property to maintain, so I'm just on the lookout for turkeys and trying to find some time to get my dang truck cleaned out because that still hasn't happened since deer season ended. <laughs> I tell you what, man, I did that two weekends ago. The first time since deer season, I went through my truck, and I am OCD when it comes to that kind of stuff. And we had, like, warmer weather come through, like, two Saturdays ago. And, you know, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go out there and just give it a detailed job. I spent, like, two hours on it. And, man, it just feels really good to get a clean truck back. And it makes you kind of want to drive it again. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's, like, nice to have a clean truck, clean floorboards you know, a, a good smell back in there and, and just kind of regroup really. Yeah. I think I found a couple dirty socks in there still from deer season. So I mean, it's, <laughs> it doesn't smell too great at the moment, but, uh, uh, I don't know, dog hair. I don't know. That's another thing from the spring for me. I got a thing in the mail today from the vet. My dogs do for vaccination updates and I don't know, just doing things to pass the time until I can start hunting something again, really. Yeah. Yep. And that's, that's kind of thing I've been, you know, thinking about and, you know, you and I've kind of talked about it before. We, we like to turkey hunt a lot, but you know, we like to turkey hunt when turkey season comes here. I don't, I don't think about turkeys until about now, you know, the weather's yeah. starting to change. You're starting to see them out in the fields a little more and I'm, I'm starting to get that itch a little bit. And, but there's a lot of things to do for whitetail season still, you know, I went through and and did some hinge cutting a couple weeks ago, and I got every tree down this year that I had, you know, a goal to get down and and do hinge cutting with. Now, now I just kind of got to go in and do some detail work. So what I'm going to do now is is open up some trails, you know, get some make make some edge, you know, within the one acre, and you know, really get those deer to, you know, manipulate them basically where I want them to be, and that's my main focus still running cameras just because i mean there's there's really not a lot of bucks holding at all i mean if any at all really and i'm just trying to gather any sort of intel of like betting where deer are betting where they're feeding right now and you know kind of what the herd looks like and and uh 
I don't know. I just like running cameras still. I just, it's something to keep your mind on and, you know, something to go do every once in a while as well, you know, just go get out, get out in the fresh air because you've been cooped up in the house and just go out and do a walk and, and go check the cameras. So, you know, I got tree stands still hanging in trees from, you know, last year. Usually I take them down every year and I'll rehang them or at least loosen the straps. So I'm really dropped the ball on that, but uh, I really need to get those down and I'm going to move some of them. And, you know, last, I think it was the last podcast you and I talked, uh, I have a new game plan, what I want to do this year. And I kind of briefly talked about how I'm going to uh, set up some box blinds and to be able to hunt the one acre just because of the lack of trees to get into and you know I can still hunt it with getting in a box blind I can shoot a bow out of so I'm, I'm going to do that um you know and to kind of you know paint a picture over audio you know like I've said before the one acre timber it's a triangle so um where the you know the northwest corner meets the east west fence row it kind of makes a little pinch right there so I'm going to have a box blind on that corner and it's I'm going to be hunting all the deer that are going to be coming in and out of the one acre into the ag field. And then my hot spot, I think, it, which is going to be like the, it would be the south corner. And that is like a big pinch point. Like that connects me to the neighbor and the neighbor on the neighbors going through the middle of this warm season grass field is a, basically it's like a, it's kind of a low area in the field. It's where both both of the fields kind of connect, but it's like all autumn olives and it's like thick through there and it runs east and west, but that connects the neighbors to me. So deer are traveling, that's their travel, you know, so they can still be in cover. So I'm going to, and just so happens, the pinch happens on my property. So that's where I'm going to be sticking it out right there. And that the biggest thing is for me is access. You know, I got to, I got to come across a wide open field to get to it. So you know, I don't want to go into the one acre. I'm not going to have any stands in there. Um, I say that now I might have one in there. I might put one in there just for like a rut hunt where you get in early, you know, like, well, mid morning and, and hunt it all day. And you're hoping for something to come through like throughout the day. That would be what that stands for. But access is going to be huge for me. And, you know, just trying to get in there and, and not spook anything out of there. I, I think my, my plan with this box blind and this pinch stand I'm almost positive for the way that I've hinge cut around there and made, you know, barriers that I can get into these stands and still be within 30 to 40 yards of the one acre timber. And I can get in there without spooking any deer out of there with the right wind. So I'm excited about that and, and, uh, just kind of feeling it out, keep hunting it, keep learning, man. I mean, that's, that's my biggest take going forward here, you know, in the next couple months is try to hone in on those and get those stands up and, and get them moved and get them dialed. So the deer start getting used to seeing the ladder sticks and seeing, you know, that kind of stuff. I'm kind of a stickler about that. So I don't know. What, what about you? Geez, <laughs> <Is> that all? <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. <laughs> you're, you're talking about all this stuff on a piece of property. You can literally shoot from one side to the other. <laughs> I know, but it's fun. See, I like it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, it's a challenge. <laughs> it's different for sure. I mean, I, you're going to have success there. I know you will. It's just a matter of getting them to stop there for long enough to give you a shot. Yeah, um, I agree. As far for me, um, I actually started the process today to uh, to get qualified for an urban zone in Iowa next year. So I'm gonna. 
I'm going to work on that and it's going to, it's going to afford me another archery tag. Good for the whole season. Uh, which is actually going to start September 15th. So I'll get to hunt for two and a half weeks before the regular season opens. And uh, it'll be right right in downtown Des Moines. <laughs> That's awesome. I always thought urban hunting would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, I've never done it. I mean, it's just there's there's so many tags. Like, I mean, I don't mean so many like a limited number. I mean, th- there is a limited number of tags, but it's surprisingly a large number of tags that they give out. So Really? Um, it is like an earn a buck thing. You have to go to these certain archery shops and I don't know, I don't know what they call it. It's like, like validate or, um, certify or whatever. I don't know. Like, like police officers, police officers have to certify like every year or two years or whatever with their firearm. The city wants you to certify yourself knowing, you know, just to give them the peace of mind that they know you can hit what you're aiming at and that you know what the hell you're doing. I got to fill out an application to be in the program. I got to pick a certain zone I want to hunt within like a specific township and then I gotta if I'm approved for it I have to go do the test and I gotta put like 10 arrows in a I don't know in the eight ring of a target at 25 yards and it's it's pretty simple I mean it's just a process like anything else but like I said it'll it'll get me a second bow tag next year that'll allow me to start hunting in September so the potential of shooting a velvet buck is is there that's sweet. Yeah, and it's like like you and I were talking, you know, before we started recording. I mean, I live right in downtown Des Moines, so it's it's an hour to get to any piece of public land. It's all city parks, and that's where they're giving these permits for for the urban zones. But to hunt regular public ground, I got to go at least an hour one direction. You know, so it's it's kind of a chore just to get out and hunt for me. And this right. will be this will be nice to have it in my backyard. You know, until I can until I want to put the time in or the effort like closer to the rut to justify yeah. the, the expense and the time of driving down there, you know, and I mean, I've got a lot going on this year. Um, I'm going to be hunting for two Cabela shows this year and, um, I've got multiple tags, you know, applications in for tags out West. And I actually just bought a, a bear tag for the spring. So, um, I got turkey hunting coming up for the Cabela's series. I got all my stuff's going on the Cabela's whitetail season this coming year instead of Midwest whitetail. And, uh, said all those Western tags that I'm waiting to get results on. So, and I got a new bow on the way. So I don't know. I got a lot of, a lot of stuff to do, I guess. Jeez. <laughs> now that I'm talking about candy it. store, man. <laughs> well, yeah, it's, it seems that way right now, but I think it's going to come at the cost of a lot of sleep in a few months. And, uh, right. Probably a bunch of new gear that I'm gonna have to invest in. <laughs> there you go. So I made a deal with with Cabela's to where I'm gonna I'm gonna do all my turkey hunting this year with a bow. Yeah. I'm not gonna take a gun anywhere. I'm gonna use a bow on all of it. So. Yep. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna doing some research. I'm gonna try to build some some head chopper off and arrows. <laughs> Guillotines. <laughs> Are you gonna roll with yeah. the guillotine? I'm going to try it, man. Like I'm going to, I got a camera that'll roll 120, and um, who knows if I do halfway decent, I may rent something and try to get some 240, some really cool slow mo shots of the, yep, just those big heavy arrows. And I don't know, turkeys in slow mo are always cool. Anything in slow mo is really cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And, you know, you and I kind of talked about it before, just, you know, BSing together. And 
Last year was the first year I shot a turkey with a shotgun since, ooh, like, I don't know, 2008 or nine. Because ever since then, I mean, I shot a lot of birds with, with a gun growing up. Never shot one with a bow. Well, around that time, I was like, I'm going to start shooting with a bow. And I went on a stretch of like eight or nine years in a row, I shot them all with a bow. And I'm like, you know what, I yeah. want to get the shotgun back out. And last year, I shot two birds with a shotgun, one in Missouri and one here in Michigan. And it was a lot of fun, but now I'm ready to get the bow back out. And I, I do understand, like, turkeys were made to be shot in the face with a gun. Like, yeah, like absolutely. That. I mean, 100%. <laughs> I'm not not knocking that at all. But this year, I want to shoot it with a bow if I can. I'm not saying I won't take a gun, but I would like to try to shoot one with a bow without a blind, you know, just like Fred Bear style behind a deadfall or a tree and just, you know, try, like yep. really try to to do that and, and get it on camera as well, like, you know, for the show, for Rival and, and really do that. And that's kind of one of my goals for turkey season this year is I just want to do that. I've, I've shot all of them with in, in a blind, you know, so it was always either a roost hunt in the morning or a midday hunt, setting up on them, getting them to strike up, set the blind up really quick and, and kill them that way. But this is, I want to, I want to go straight Cherokee. I want to freaking on the <laughs> ground, nothing, you know, nothing in, unless it's a deadfall or, and just, and just roll with it. When does your season start? Mine starts April, the 22nd of April. I believe it is this year. I believe it's the 22nd. It's right there. I may have to make a trip up there then if you're, if you want to go Cherokee and I'm going Choctaw and we'll just let's give it a it. weekend and let's do it. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm all for that. Like we should you know any good camera should, guys. I, I know a couple. <laughs> camera guys. I, don't, I don't know if any of them are worth a shit, but <laughs> I know a couple. We should do that though. That's, that'd be a good, good, uh, good deal. Bring Allie with you too. And we can hang out for a long weekend and, and go kill some turkeys. The thing is, is, I don't know what it is for non-resident as far as what the seasons are. I don't know if they're the same as a resident. Like, so the first season you can get like the first week and you have to apply for the first two weeks of season. So like you can get a two week long first season and, but you have to apply and, and I never apply for it. it. I, I usually honestly only do like the, our late hunt and it's the whole month of May. So I usually always do that one. I've had really good success with it. And I might do that one this year. I'm going to try to stagger it with what tags Chris and Casey get because we try not to, like, overload one season. We want to stagger it so we can all keep hunting. And at least right. somebody's always got a tag. But we'll figure it out. We should do that. Look into it and, and get – I don't even know what a non-resident turkey tag is, honestly. But uh, come up here and kill some birds, man. And, I, you know, I was – you were talking about bear hunting. And, you know, one of my goals – you know, for the last shoot 15 years was to kill a Michigan bear. And I've got 11 preference points saved up for, for a Michigan bear. And I think this year, if I can go in September, if we, depending on drop, the status of dropped, if, you know, if I'm going to produce it, um, we'll figure that out. But if I'm not, and I'm going to be around here, I'm going to go pull a bear tag for like the UP public land. And I, and I really want to go kill a bear with my bow. Are there good numbers up there? You know, I haven't really looked into it, but, you know, I know a couple guys, uh, Adam Miller of the Bullhunter Chronicles podcast over here in the western side of Michigan, they have a they have a uh, deer camp up in up in the UP, and I was talking to him the other day, and he said that he's, they've got a lot of bear up there, and they've got 
over 200 acres of private land and it's all surrounded by public land and uh so the biggest thing is like just trying to keep it baited we i think the rule is you can only bait two weeks before the season opens like start baiting so it's just trying to you know keep that bait consistent and and being able to get up there i mean that's that's a that's a drive i mean that's like a seven hour drive from here you know to get up there one yeah. way so and fall bears are tough man like they're they're not as they're not as hungry and they're not as anxious as those spring bears are i mean i've been to saskatchewan for a spring bear and a fall bear and it was it was easily 10 to 1 you know spring over fall as far as the number of bears we saw it was it was incredible the difference yeah obviously it's not the rut in the fall like it is i don't know i i, I guess i can't really say what i, I would attribute that to because i mean they're they're trying to put on fat going into the winter meanwhile in the spring they're trying to you know they're eating everything in sight because they just they're just coming out but then it's the rut so it's like i don't know i don't know a lot about bears i just i've hunted them a few times and i don't know i just i think it'd be a cool hunt um in montana too it's just it's an over-the-counter rifle tag so heck yeah man i mean i i just want a bear rug and i want a michigan bear yeah. rug <laughs> that's all i want you know um i know yeah, I, I, I shot one in I shot one in New York a few years ago and uh like down in the Appalachian area and uh with my bow and uh I don't know I just never really it's one of those things and I mean maybe I hope you shoot one cuz I I'm curious to see what your reaction to it would be I didn't have a desire to shoot another one like they have such personalities and like they're, they're so just keen and cautious and like you can almost read their mind you know it's really like, I, that, that's how I felt. I don't know. I felt like really connected to it. It's not like a deer to me. It's, I don't know. I feel like the deer I have to outsmart. I feel like a bear. You have to like, you got to be on the same page. Like you have to understand and like be in sync, you know, a deer yeah. you want to be one step ahead of. I feel like a bear, you got to be step for step, you know, right along. Right. Know, it's a different, I don't know. It was just different for me. It's one of those things where it's like, yep, yeah, did it didn't really yep. get out of it what I thought I would and it's I don't know if I would even shoot another one but you know and that's that's a good question or you know a good question because I'm feeling the same way I've never been on a bear hunt I've never filmed a bear hunt it's one of the you know one of the only big game animals you know here in North America that I've haven't been able to go on you know I've been able to film a lot of animals and and hunt a few as well but a bear hunt is I've never been able to have a bear within you know bow range to get whatever feeling it is and that's what a lot of people say too like just what you said it's like i kind of got i kind of get mixed emotions from people like eh, yeah they'd be like uh i really love it like ah i love bear hunting i want to go shoot some more and then you get the guys like you just said it's like well i don't really have a desire to do it anymore i did it once it was cool but it was like eh, i i mean eh, it's it's whatever you know and you never really get that happy medium it and and honestly it leans more towards the people like what you just said is like well i just you know it's whatever kind of thing i i think i feel, I feel the same way about it like when you hear people talking about the way they they feel when they like encounter a wolf you know like it's you make eye contact and you can almost just know what each other is thinking it's like i don't know man it's it's just different it's the same feeling i get when i when I look at a horse, like I don't trust a horse. I feel like a horse knows exactly what I'm thinking. <laughs> like 
I hate that. Like I agree. The bear is the same way, and it's like as soon as you make eye contact, it's like, all right, what are we doing here? Like, are we good? Are we not good? Or like, are we gonna fight? What's up? Like, yep. It's just it's just different, man. It's not it's nothing like a deer hunt. Well, cats are the same way too. Like like even a house yeah. cat. Like I can't trust a house cat. I mean, they look so fluffy and and cute and everything, and the next thing you know, the thing's ripping your face off. Like I don't I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Not fun for me, so, see. <laughs> I don't want to sound contradictory because, I mean, I just bought an over-the-counter rifle tag. But, I mean, that's – for me, it's kind of a scouting mission too. I'm, you know, anticipating drawing an elk tag out there this year, and I just kind of want to go see the country and kind of get a feel for what I'm getting into. And if I happen to see a bear, I'm going to get to decide what I want to do, and at least I have a tag in my pocket. It was like 300 bucks. Not that that's not a lot of money, but it was it was worth it to me to be able to have the option, at least if I wanted to, and walk around for with sure. a full pack and a rifle, you know, while I'm looking for, for elk sign and trying to figure out how to hunt an elk for the first time. But um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do if I see one, to be honest with you. Just depends. Yeah, I'd be interested to see what your, your take is on it again if you were able to get on another bear. Actually, you know, I totally lied to you and everybody listening. I have been on a bear hunt. I've been on a grizzly bear hunt. What am I thinking? <laughs> yeah, you're right, I for, in Alaska. I for, in Alaska, and it was one of the best trips of my life. Well, it was it was a great trip. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. But yeah, no, I, I, I totally just lied to everybody. <laughs> really sorry for that. I just fact-checked myself. <laughs> no, that was a sweet hunt, though, and I got to see some really big grizzly bears. And, you know, I got to film one dying and I got to walk up to it and see how big these animals are and how majestic they were. But I will tell you now that I have come back to reality and, you know, really remembered what the hell I've been doing the last couple of years, <laughs> you know, when, when we were on that stock, when we got within rifle range, there was two bears there and they were sleeping. Okay. They were like sleeping and we we're trying to, trying to get them up, you know? And, once the bear heard us and kind of like looked at us, it was almost it reminded me of a human in a in a bear suit. You know, it was just kind of like, what the <laughs> hell's down there? You know, and I at what yeah. at at one moment I'm like, God, things pretty cute. You know, like <laughs> like I don't yeah. do we really want to do this kind of thing? But then it was like I kind of snapped back to reality and I'm like, it's a grizzly bear. That thing can rip me apart and kill me, and it's within a hundred yards. You know, so. Yeah. See, that that's what I like about it. It's like some, a buddy of mine texted me today and was like, if we don't draw elk tags in Utah this year, we're going to go south and just go go for the gusto. And I said, man, you know me. Like, I'm always in for that crazy shit. Like, and that that's what I want, man. Like I've, I said it a few weeks ago about like I can't wait to encounter my first, first wolf. Like I don't know when it's, when it's going to happen, where it might be, but like I'll be on a shoot somewhere and I can't wait to see a wolf. It's or, cool. Like, if you I've, wanna, I've seen it. Like, if you want to go hunt bears on the ground, you know, with a recurve, I'm your guy. Like, I'll get as close as possible on purpose. Let's do it. Yep. Yeah. It's just just so cool. That's another thing, too. I can't wait to see what your reaction is with a wolf. I mean, I've seen a couple wolves in uh, the Northwest Territories, and it was really cool. Like, it was... They were far enough away to where I didn't feel dangered, but it was also, it made the hair stand up on your back. I mean, because these things are, they're bigger than your average pet, 
You know what I mean? It, it's oh, and yeah. these things they're out there to to survive. You know, and to and kill, kill things yeah. to kill. You know, they are the apex predator out there with those grizzly bears. You know, and it's like, man, it was just a really cool experience. It was like one of those ones that you had to pinch me and, and kind of like, hey, you know, like this really happening kind of thing. I, I play a pretty mean game of chicken, and that's. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's just one of those things that makes me push the boundaries, you know, like knowing yep. what I'm capable of and what I can do in that situation and how to, you know, whether it's the right thing or the wrong thing to do for my, for my physical safety, I don't really know, but I don't know. I'm the guy that always just wants to get as close as possible and, and push it. Yep. And if you come out with some epic footage, then you know, you're all, you're all the better. <laughs> For sure, and that's what we're going for, the epic footage and the stories, man, the memories. That's all it is. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's wrap this baby up. We're 25 minutes in here, and, uh, you know, that's why we try to get these coffee calls and, and keep them shorter. This one was a little different. It wasn't a listener-submitted question. We just wanted to kind of do a BS session about the spring and, and, and everything coming up here in the future for us and and uh, just kind of have a little bullshit session. It was pretty cool. So, you yeah, know, a lot of, no, we don't uh, get – we don't get to do that a lot, honestly, with our schedules until we sit down on Thursday nights. So, yeah, and even then, it's usually planned out. You know, like we talk ahead of time, and there's like some some subject matter, and I don't know. This was this was a good one, just because it was no pressure, I guess, and just kind of yep, just talking um, for sure. I'm gonna, I'll keep I'm going to keep you and everybody else updated too on on those draw results as they they come out here. Um, Montana closes tomorrow, so that won't be till mid-April, I find out. But uh, Utah should be coming out soon, and I've got like six in for that, so we'll see. Sweet. I hope you pull all of them, and you have to make a decision, where am I going to go and what am I going to do? <laughs> oh, I'll be lucky. If, I mean, I, I have a good shot at getting one. It's just a general a general season uh, mule deer. Yep. And then uh, I've got two limited entries, one for deer, one for elk, and then the rest are all once in a lifetime for mountain goat, bighorn sheep, and bison. So yep, those will be points. I'm not counting on those. I'm not getting my hopes up, I should say. Yep. Well, cool. Uh, lastly, before we do get off here, though, I do want to mention and uh, throw out our America's Best Bowstrings deal that we got going on right now if you guys uh want some new strings and cables like i said last time you know go to americasbestbowstrings.com and customize that string any way you want and uh, at checkout type in fall podcast to get ten dollars off orders 99 dollars and more so go there and uh buy new cables and strings for this year turkey season's coming up get them on your bow and uh yeah they're they're also going to be featured in uh archery Archery Trade Magazine, is that what it is? Archery Trade? I believe yeah. so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, the one you get when you go to ATA and yes. realize you subscribed. <laughs> yeah, yep. Archery Trade. Yeah, <laughs> yep. they're going to be featured in that next next month, uh, the April issue, Archery Trade. And, uh, we've actually got some pictures going in there from our kills this year. Sweet. Yeah, with that, uh, let's sign off here. And uh, You have a good evening, man. Yeah, you too. We'll talk to you soon. 